the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radios. We're broadcasting all across Central Florida on a Chamber of Commerce afternoon. Good to have you on board. This will be uh, briefing number number five this week. Uh, We'll be with you all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour today with our show. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, as we are getting ready for one of the most important times of the year, and that is because the harvest is coming in. At least in America, most of the harvest is coming in. We've got a little bit of a strain on the turkey crop because of the bird flu back in the spring. Uh, We've had some issues with some of our agricultural situations. But I tell you what, this is the time of year began with the pilgrims with that first Thanksgiving dinner, that first Thanksgiving day. And boy, I tell you what, when you think about how they put it on the line to come to the new world, to come to a place where they could have absolute religious liberty, religious freedom. When you think about uh, more than half of the Mayflower was wiped out, those who made that treacherous crossing. And so for you and I, this is the weekend as we prepare our hearts. And as you and I, as Christians, it isn't just Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. In fact, later on today, we're going to have a chance to talk with our friends at Focus on the Family, Tony DeBrito, to be specific. She's uh, now in the counseling department after many years of service there at Focus on the Family. And we're going to talk about Thanksgiving in general. We're going to talk about gratitude specifically. And we're going to talk about contentment specifically. And that is something, along with our quiet time, that if we understand the Holy Scriptures of instruction to us, given to us by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, his son Jesus, and the magnificent Holy Spirit that dwells inside of you and I, if you are a Christ follower, 
It is a very remarkable opportunity for us to get up and thank the Lord every day. Unfortunately, here in America, we take so many things for granted. We just get up and go. And human nature being the way it is, because of our fallen nature, we're always going to focus on the negative or something that we don't have or something we'd like to have or somebody else outdid us on Facebook or around the neighborhood. And let's be honest, that is such a miserable way to live. So we're going to talk about that today as I suggest that this weekend would be a good time for us to begin to prepare our hearts in a special way for the blessings the Lord has bestowed upon us this year. And even even if you're facing some challenges, could be life or death challenges, could be a serious financial challenge, could be something going on with your kids or your parents. In everything that's going on, give thanks. And I can tell you, as an AML leukemia survivor, one that is so blessed because I almost was too old in 2017 for my team at the Moffitt Cancer Center to give the green light for me to have a bone marrow transplant. And I have been cancer-free. Four years in September. Five years of being cancer-free with the deadliest of all leukemias, that's when you really have a little bit of an idea of, of a longevity with your life. Now, I have other challenges. Haven't gone into specifics, but, you know, chemotherapy has uh, some side effects over time. And probably we get a little bit more into this in a few weeks. I'll probably share some of that online because... I believe my story helps many of you with your challenges. But I want to tell you, when you really get to a point where you live life one day at a time, for the most part, you do planning, and you learn the wisdom of not focusing on the regrets of your past and covering them with the blood of the Lord, that's when you can have an attitude of thanksgiving every day. So with that, I want to remind you that uh, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. You can always join the conversation. Mr. Joe Weaver, who runs the show on this side of the shop for all of what we do on the radio for all of our platforms, he is uh, producing this afternoon. Monsieur Brian has been on vacation this week, so we've... Uh, Had a little bit of shuffling around, but uh, good to have Joe in the house. Now, coming up in just a few moments, I can't wait for you to have a a little bit of a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit when we have uh, Pastor and Dr. Jomo Cousins, uh, one of our programmers. He is a host of Fresh Wind Radio, heard Monday through Friday right here on Faith Talk at 1 p.m., and... Encore presentation, Sundays at 1.30. He is the lead pastor at Love First Christian Church. But today we're talking about a brand new book. He's written several books, but this one is How to Hear God, He Still Speaks. That's coming, uh, that's coming up in just a few moments, and we look forward to having that conversation with uh, 
with Jomo. Also want to tell you that uh, later on when we get into the segment with Focus on the Family, it's a good time to remind you that most of you cannot be with me for the full three hours each and every afternoon. You pop in and pop out. I understand that. But if there's anything that you miss on today or any of our programs, you can always go to our website at www.letstalkfaith.com. Click on the archive tab on the top navigation bar, or you can just go to the Bill Bunkley Show page under program, and uh, each one of those will take you to what I call podcast. They call it archive, and you can listen to our shows. Uh, you can download them, and we also tell you who our guests are as well, so you can play uh, just a little bit of catch-up. Today, I... We'll wait and get some news in in the second uh, in the second hour. We're joined by our news talk stations, but you know, I wanted to talk a little bit today about work. Are you thankful for where you work? I am reading an important message here from Love First Christian Center. <laughs> we'll have a good time. Joe and I have a good time. A very good time. Genzel Franklin, several years ago, in fact, let me just see here. It was published in 2020. He wrote a book called Acres of Diamonds, Discovering God's Best Right Where You Are. And I want to talk about your workplace, where you work right now, where you are. Do you find blessing in where you work? Do you go to work prepared in the Lord for where you work? Do you have a sense of gratitude for the job that you have? Or maybe you're in between where Have you always had gratitude for where you have worked, or have you just had a bad attitude about going to work in general? Well, if you're a Christ follower, I thought I would share a little bit about work. And the fact that when we go to work, work is actually our worship. I know some of you think that Sundays and Wednesdays are your time for worship, but You know, since we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit 24-7, we should have an attitude of worship 24-7, 365 days a year. And uh, Denzel Franklin talks about a concept. He says, take this job and love it. Take this job and love it. Now, you may in the secular field have heard Another annotation of that that jingle. But let me share some thoughts, and and this is from um, page 144 for discussion I'd like to have this afternoon. In the Jewish way of thinking, work and worship are connected. You can see this in the Hebrew word avodah, which means work, worship, and service. You can say that work is worship. Now, you may not view the accountant crunching numbers 
in an office as an act of worship, but if she is doing it in the name of Jesus, God does. Now listen to this statistic. Did you know that of all of Jesus' parables, 80% of them had a workplace context? Think about that. Because he knew that you and I would be working as we're worshiping and as we're committing our work unto him. 80% of all of Jesus' parables had a workplace context. Did you know that of all of Jesus' public appearances recorded in the Bible, nearly all occurred in the marketplace? Hmm. Are you in the marketplace this afternoon? Just about every job has to do with one marketplace or the other. So what does that tell us? Number one, you must embrace the fact that work is a part of everyday life, regardless of what we've been telling our young people. The Bible says if we don't work, we shouldn't expect to eat. Now, Marxists and socialists have turned that very important concept on its, on its nose. Work is a part of everyday life. Work matters. going to take a break but think about this jesus was not born into a super religious family in the community of nazareth like that of a priest no the god of abraham isaac and jacob chose to send his son into the home of a carpenter a middle class blue collar home Jensen writes, I imagine dinnertime conversation in Jesus' home did not revolve around religious law debates. I'm sure Joseph rattled off the work talk. Hey, do we get that order of wood, Jesus? Are we almost finished with the table for the family down the road? And I think we need a couple other weeks to finish that barn. How about you? Are you dedicated to work like Jesus was? More on a minute. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person. And their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from CrossCards.com. It's free for you. It's easy and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com.
need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ, not, tr- not Christ in religion, not Christ in church, not Christ in, in good deeds, but Christ in his atoning death alone, nothing else. And the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6, here on Faith Talk Tampa. is the number to call if you'd like to join the conversation. We're talking about preparing our hearts to be thankful. We're talking about thanksgiving and gratitude. And we're talking about your place of work. Are you grateful for where you work? Are you grateful for how God is providing for you and your family and your needs through your workplace? Work is worship. We were just talking about the fact that remember that Jesus grew up in the home of a carpenter, blue-collar, middle-class family in Nazareth. God did not place him in the priestly corps. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's just like you. You may be a plumber, maybe a carpenter, maybe a lawyer, a doctor. No, Jesus cut his teeth. On work. And so when you think about the fact that it's true that the conversations were all more about things that had to do with the carpentry shop. But think about this. For those of you who don't like to work, or you think it's so unfair that you work, again, I'm sharing from Jensen Franklin's book, Acres of Diamonds, Discovering God's Best Right Where You Are, a read that I really enjoyed reading this book. Page 144, picking it up again. Jesus would stay in the workforce with his father for at least 29 years before God would ever release him for the last three and a half years of his life to be into his ministry. Think about that. We are so impatient, but how about the Son of God? In God's perfect timing, he was called to service after 29 years. 29 years of preparation, but this is, listen listen now, 29 years of working in a trade. So why do you and I don't think that we have a need to work or we ought to work? Sometimes we forget and we are unthankful that the God who created us, by the way, he also wrote the owner's manual. Work is good for us. And we don't work unto ourselves or we don't really work unto a boss. We work unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And we do it in the most effective, efficient 
the best service possible because we're doing it for the king. 29 years in his trade. Three and a half years in our ministry. Have you ever thought about the fact that Jesus, the Son of God, spent more time in the workforce than in a ministry? Jesus was as much in the will and purpose of God when he was sawing wood, making tables, constructing chairs, as he was when he was teaching and healing the sick and, and of course, raising the dead. Another thing that Franklin Jensen points out is that before Jesus was crucified, he carried his cross through what? Where did he carry his cross? Where was the Via Dolorosa? His final journey, his final act was through a marketplace. The Via Dolorosa wasn't a back road through the middle of nowhere. It was a street that wound through the busy marketplace of Jerusalem. Jensen points out that we've got enough crosses in the church. We need some crosses in the workplace. We need people who will shine their light for God and exemplify the life of Jesus in retail stores. Exemplify the life of Jesus in startups. Exemplify the life of Jesus in corporations. And, of course, exemplify the life of Jesus in the many home businesses that are out there. But what about work? Now, remember, you're there for a reason. And you're there to do your best at your assigned task. Keep in mind, you are not hired to be an evangelist on the job. Let me read that again. Listen now. You were not hired to be an evangelist on the job. You were hired to perform a specific task. Sometimes we are in the workplace that seems unsatisfying. Sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of needing to bond with our bosses or uh, needing the leadership team to care about our family or to care about our financial situations. And whether we love our jobs or don't, we must focus on doing our jobs and doing them with excellence. If work is worship, my friend, you must do it with all of your heart. You must perform well. And remember, when God put Adam in the Garden of Eden, he did it for him to work in that garden. He was to work to cultivate it. In essence, God was telling Abraham to affect the culture of his workplace. And guess what? That is God's commandment to every one of you today. 
So I want to remind you, not only be thankful for your job, but when you go to your job, do it unto the Lord. And there's three ways to stand out in your workplace. Three days to shine on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Number one is asked to receive the anointing. The anointing is the filling of the Holy Spirit. Guiding you in everything you do at your workplace. What you say, what you think, what you do. Number two, at the workplace. Have a spirit of excellence. You are going to do your job in an excellent manner. And last but not least, Jensen talks about develop and quote, and then some attitude, close quote. Think about that. And then some, and then some. God wants you to do your job and then some. Some thoughts about thankfulness and gratitude. Up next, Dr. Jomo Cousins, how to hear God, he still speaks. Don't go away. Don't want to miss this. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Well, that's our news. I'm John Scott. On the battlefront, Russian airstrikes have targeted Ukraine's energy facilities as the first snow of the season fell in Kyiv. The freezing weather is a harbinger of a hardship to come if Moscow's Missiles keep taking out Ukraine's power and gas plants. Separately, the United Nations announced the extension of a deal to ensure exports of grain and fertilizers from Ukraine that were disrupted by the war. A lake-effect snowstorm dumped several inches of snow over western New York early today, with snowfall totals expected to reach four feet through Sunday in Buffalo. Eleven counties, which includes Buffalo, remained under a state of emergency as intense snow ban whipped the area. And Wall Street stocks have now moved higher. The Dow up 168 points. The Nasdaq ahead one. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Lynn. Hi, this is Carrie Job, and here's a special word from an incredible pastor in my life, Pastor Robert Morris. What do you do when you find something that you've lost? Rejoice, right? But I want to change that question just a little bit. What's the first thing you do? The first thing you do when you find what you're looking for is you stop looking for it. You never find it and keep looking. Is that right? And then we even have a little saying that's kind of a stupid saying. Because I say, I know it will be in the last place I look. Of course it will, because you don't find it and keep looking. What are you looking for? My keys. They're in your hand. Yeah, I found them a little while ago. I'm still going to keep looking. <laughs> right? Do you know why many believers don't rejoice during our time of worship because they're still looking for favor with God. And I'm telling you, you found it if you believed. For more worship in the word, visit PastorRobert.com. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day. 
with ChristianHeadlines.com. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply just don't like how it works, well, right now, during open enrollment, is a perfect time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the industry. That's double. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for 30 years. It's shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. And here's why now is the perfect time to make the switch. If you join MediShare Complete by January 1st, they will waive your new member fees and you'll save an additional 10% off your first year. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month for all of next year. But again, it's a limited time offer. So yeah, you're not stuck. You've got a great option. Call now, 833-32-BIBLE. That's 833-32-BIBLE. 833-32-BIBLE. Heart of Messiah. When you are discouraged, it is hard for you to do a lot of things. But writing down your feelings and writing down your prayer requests usually is relatively easy. And as I said, God's going to take you out from this situation and he's going to encourage you heart of messiah with rabbi stephen weiler sunday mornings at nine on faith talk tampa song is so important and uh, we call it bumper music here but i tell you what it's some of the most uh, sweet times for me to just have a little bit of a reset i'm excited because not only do we have an opportunity here for the bill bunkley show we're broadcasting all across central florida here on our uh, faith talk platforms welcome once again my brothers and sisters i love you columbus ohio you were with us yesterday you're with me again today I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to my good friend Bob Bernie of the Bob Bernie Live Show. Uh, he's away today, and uh, all of you great folks there at WRFD Columbus, Ohio, listening in this hour on 880 AM or FM 104.5, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted to be simulcasting this afternoon. I don't know about you. But we've got a Chamber of Commerce Day here, and I know in Ohio, every day you've got temperatures, oh, about 70 or 75, no humidity, a little bit of breeze outside. I know that's what you're experiencing right now in Columbus, right? Well, I happen to know that you uh, have had an early sort of a winter uh, effect affecting you as well, but you know what? Might as well do what the rest of the world is doing. They're all coming afar for vacation uh, some to stay, so as always, we invite you in. Bob will, be back on, Bob will be back on Monday, but we got a great show lined up for you this afternoon, including my first guest of this portion of the show. 
Earlier this week, I had a chance to be at the Christian Chamber of Tampa Bay, uh, a monthly luncheon, and the keynote speaker was none other than my guest today, Dr. Jomo Cousins of the Love First Christian Church. And also, right here, folks, you can tune in to Fresh Wind Radio, his radio broadcast Monday through Friday, right here at this position at 1 p.m. And if you didn't catch today at 1, you can catch it tomorrow at 1.30 because that is the encore presentation for the weekend. Now, let me tell you, Dr. Cousins is the founder and senior pastor, of course, of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. He is an accomplished author of many books and a contributing benefactor as well as a producer of the critically acclaimed movie A Question of Faith. He leverages his national recognized status as a retired NFL defensive end for both the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Giants. He has extended his reach within the community through self-motivation seminars, presentation competencies, youth partnership programs, and financial wealth symposiums. He's an alumni. He's a rattler from Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida, where his motivational speaking journey began enrolling or encouraging, I should say, high school students to seek a higher education. He was the first generation in his family to go to college. And today, Dr. Dr. Cousins went on to earn his Ph.D. from Tabernacle Bible College. Dr. Jomo, good to have you on our show, man. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. You've written a book, How to Hear God, and He Still Listens. Now, today, I want to tell you, I just want to do a lot of listening because God's going to speak to you so tell us a little bit, this new book, tell us what was it in, in all of what you're doing. You're so busy with so many projects, but God broke through, and he wanted you to share this with all of us. Talk about that. Many years ago, it looks like almost 20 years ago, uh, the NFL was done with me. Uh, everyone thinks of the National Football League. I, I think of it as not for long. And uh, with that, uh, my career was not as long as I wish it was, but... Uh, In spite of it all, God gave me a taste of something. So after football was done with me, I I made a decision. I said, okay, you know, Lord, your your word says uh, to each man you've given a purpose. I said, Lord, I thought the NFL was it. If there's a purpose for me, I want to know what it is. So I really got intentional in seeking God. He says, seek me. So I locked in. I was going to seek God. I'm going to really do. I'm going to lock in. You know, some of us rededicate our life four or five times. But this time I said, I'm really serious to seek him. So I, I told God, I said, you know what? Every morning I'm going to get up and pray. Well, that lasted about five days. On the fifth day, I overslept. I was home by myself. Uh, you know, football hadn't worked out. I had just finished my, another surgery. My wife had three jobs, and I was on workers' comp because of my injuries. Mm-hmm. And that morning I went to the bathroom, and I heard a voice said, where were you? And just like we had that pause, I, I was silent because I said, wait a second. I'm home by myself. But I realized that I told God, I'm going to commit to this. And some know that I pray every day. And people ask me, why do you pray like you pray? Well, I actually heard God ask me where I was. Mm. And it brought me to Adam in the garden when he said, Adam, where are you? And from that moment on, when I heard God tell me or ask me, where was I? I was convicted. My heart was pricked. And I said, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be in position. You know, it's funny, when I was in elementary school a long time ago, uh, the teacher would say your name, and you'd have to say present. And I said, from this day on, Lord, I'm going to be present. I'm going to be present and accounted for. So hearing God's voice shifted everything from me. 
And from that point on, I really tried to communicate. I said, okay, Lord, so now I know you're real. What's my gift? So I fasted and prayed for probably another six months. I wish God would be a text message God and just be, you know, a quick response. But I just kept pressing. And one day he said, your gift is to speak. So as I, as I developed this relationship, I realized God has instructions for us. But there's so much noise that we really don't tune in to him. Uh, he spoke to Adam. He spoke to Cain. He spoke to Abraham. So if God has not changed, why would he change now? God wants to speak to all of his children. I think of me and my three children. I want to speak to them directly. Wouldn't you think our Heavenly Father would want to talk to us directly? So it makes sense that God wants to have this relationship with us. And through Adam and Eve in the garden, the relationship was broken. But from that point on, God has been stretching through Jesus and the Holy Spirit to reconnect. And that's why we have communion, to get us back in fellowship, Mm -hmm. to get us back in community. So God wants to have a real conversation with all of us. I got a question. You're listening to the voice of Dr. Jomo Cousins, a book I'm highly recommending. You need to get this today, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks. Jomo, you talked about the fact that you were seeking him. You were talking about you were hearing from him. We've got a lot of seekers listening right now. We've got a lot of folks. The first step toward considering a relationship with Jesus Christ is Christian radio. They sort of listen in. Right. And maybe we got folks that are listening who wandered from the church. And maybe they never really heard from God or they don't think they did. How do we hear from God? How did you hear from God? What was it? Was he speaking with you? Did he did he send you a PowerPoint? Uh, did he set up a Zoom session? How did this happen? Because I think people are listening right now who want to get in that deeper relationship, and they want to hear from God, too, and they want a little tip before they get your book. Here's what I think about. Uh, we're in a radio station right now, okay? And much like your cell phone, the further away you get from the tower, the phone car, phone starts to drop. So what, one thing I had to do is I had to get closer. Then the Bible also says those who thirst and hunger for righteousness shall be filled. So I said, okay, you know what? I wish God spoke quickly. Now, it's possible, but that wasn't my case. I really locked in to be intentional. One thing I, I've learned is the Bible says he'll, he'll speak to you in a still, small voice. With that being said, I have to kill all noise. Here's the biggest struggle I see with prayer. People talk too much. You already know what you know. We have an opportunity. He knows what you know. Correct. (laughs) So you telling God and talking during prayer is actually you just reciting what you already know. Your time in prayer should be said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Mm. And still yourself. And it's so hard because, you know, the computer's coming on the email and you just, no, Lord, Speak, Lord. So what I do is I'm in a car. I say, Lord, talk to me. And I sit and be quiet. A thought will come in. A prompt will come in. It's r- rarely do I get, oh, hey, Jomo, how you? No, no, no. It's a thought. It's a prompt. It's an idea. It's a confirmation. It's a dream. It's a vision. But I ask the question, and I give him time and space. I tell people all the time, the challenge is we want God to respond quickly. And the way we want them to. Correct. So I say, think about it this way. If God sent you a, a mail, a letter every day, would you read it? They said, of course I would. I said, well, do you give them time to deliver it? So one of the things I've learned, and this is the four Ps right here, Bill. God wants to talk to you personally. If he can't talk to you personally, 
he'll send a person. If it doesn't work through a person, he'll send a problem. If it doesn't work through a problem, he's going to send pain. This is the story of Jonah. Yes, it is. So God tried to talk to him one-on-one. Didn't receive it. Then a person. Then a problem. Then pain. So we have to understand that God uses different means to connect with us. But the key thing is you have to kill the noise. Mm. Absolutely. When we talk about hearing God's voice, we've got about three minutes left yes, in this segment. You're going to be uh, hanging with us for the next segment. Short segment to wrap up the hour. You know, what I find myself having to do, I have to test the voices. On one hand, you're teaching us in your new book how to hear from God, he still speaks. But we also need to be a little bit aware that the devil will try to speak to us as well. Spend a couple of minutes on that before we go a little bit deeper, because I want to talk about prayer when we come back. Chapter 10 is entitled, Know Thy Enemy. Mm -hmm. The United States Secret Service was created for counterfeit money. And they said the reason, how you figure out counterfeit money is you study the original. Mm -hmm. So one of the keys of discerning the devil's voice, I have five keys to discern his voice. He will always give you a semblance of truth. He will always try to counterfeit. He will always try to have you question things, much like Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus says, Jesus, if you be the son of God, Mm -hmm. if you be, Adam and Eve, he challenged their identity. So the key aspect the devil tries to do, he tries to have you question who you are, question the word. So once you start fumbling around, because obviously he knows the word too. So I've learned that the devil will always lead me to sin. Whatever instruction he's given me will lead me to sin. The Bible calls him a liar from the beginning and the father of lies. So I always know when God is speaking to me, it's going to be truth. When the devil, it's going to be a little truth to get you, but a lot of a lie. I want to ask you a question because when you're in your car, this is set up the next segment. We are to pray without ceasing. Do you pray in your car when you're driving with your eyes open? In other words, while you're driving, do you have a conversation with the Lord that's also a prayer time? We've got about a minute left. Absolutely. Uh, the Bible says watch and pray, too. To watch and pray, you might have to keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I do is, it's almost every Sunday. I said, Lord, I have a message, but I want what you want me to say. So I sit in my car, and I give him time to talk. Sometimes I get something, sometimes I don't get anything, but that's all right. But my whole goal is the regiment of giving him time to speak. Prayer is more about allowing yourself to hear God than talk to God, Hmm. which is, you know, oxymoron because everyone's saying everything they want from God. But when's the last time you said, Lord, what could I do for you? You know, there's a lot of distractions. I'm going to ask you, pull away from your distractions, get a copy of this book, Dr. Joe Mo Cousins is going to be with us for another segment, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks. Also want to invite you tomorrow at 1.30. Tune in right here to Fresh Wind Radio at 1.30 for uh, that installment from uh, Dr. Cousins. He's also the senior pastor at Love First Christian Church in Riverview. More about prayer and are you a person on the run? That's next. Be still and know that I am God. There's a whole sermon in that simple verse from the 46th Psalm. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Here is Eugene Peterson's paraphrase from the message. Step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God, above politics, above everything. 
Man, that is a command most of us find difficult to obey. Cease striving is the way it's phrased in the New American Standard Bible. Rapha is the Hebrew term. It means stop, relax, abandon, be quiet, do nothing. It isn't a suggestion. It's a command. Be still. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Know why most shoe stores never bother to measure your feet? Too much work. Know why they don't offer different widths? Too much work. Know why they don't ask about your work? Too much work. Think you can say installing that last bridge span or torquing the bolts on a jet engine is too much work? Didn't think so. At a Red Wing shoe store, we know your feet and your work. Because Red Wing boots are purpose-built for the exact work you do. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 345 Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. 800-345-2789. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday afternoon at 3. On Faith Talk AM. 570 and 910. You're my courage when I worry in the dead of night. You're my strength because I'm not strong enough to win this fight. You are greater than the battle raging in my mind. I will trust you. I will feel no more. 
Show here on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. You know, a part of trusting the Lord as we just had a moment to just worship with God in song with a great message, but to do that, you got to speak with God. And this afternoon, I am so delighted. One of our favorite pastors, and I'm not trying to make any judgment call here, but in the house this afternoon is Pastor and Dr. Jomo Cousins of Love First Christian Church in Riverview. And I invite you, if you don't have a church home, check that out. But also tomorrow at 1.30, he'll be right here with Fresh Wind Radio at 1.30 for his radio broadcast. And Monday through Friday, after you get done uh, grabbing the ribs or whatnot, at lunchtime, 1 o'clock. He's on every afternoon, and that gives you a little bit of that fresh wind each and every day. Well, his latest book is called How to Hear God, He Still Speaks. And uh, by the way, reminding you, if you're just tuning in, uh, you've missed the first uh, part of our interview. You can hear the full podcast of uh, his interview by going to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the archive page and the Bill Bunkley Show for today. Dr. Joe Mo Cousins. Two days ago, you were at the Christian Chamber of Commerce of Tampa Bay. Of course, we're both members there. You spoke very inspiring. I mean, everybody, standing ovation. But you shared about a quote about Mark Twain that was intriguing. Talk about that this afternoon. Mark Twain said this, the two most important days in a person's life is the day they were born and the day they found out why they are born. As I study and, and research people, everyone's trying to find purpose. What have I, What has God called me to? What direction should I take? It's interesting to me that if, you, if we believe in a creator, Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before the world was formed, I knew you. So God already had a plan and a purpose for you. And it's also in Psalms 139 where the Bible says, All your days were numbered. Mm-hmm. So if God already had a plan for me, it would make sense for me to have a conversation with the creator. I mean, if I have a Ford truck and I have a problem, I go to Ford dealership to fix it. So if I don't know my direction, I have to make sure I have a conversation with God. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. So it implies us that there's certain things we just don't know. So the question is, have I asked God? Matthew 7 says an acts. Also in Luke 18, the widow kept asking. And then Jesus said this, when I return, will I find any kind of faith like this Mm. to keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking? Too many times we quit in the process of seeking God's face. And we must understand, to understand God's voice, we must understand the word. Mm. The word is the echo of God. So what I say is, the more time I spend in the word, the more I hear his voice. It's amazing as more revelation comes, you hear his voice more often. It's much like Spanish. Any language, if you don't know the words, you'll never understand when someone's speaking to you. Mm-hmm. So as I learn more word, it seems like I hear God's more voice more often. So the key aspect we all have to tap into is to get to hear his voice. Think about it. You're old enough, much like me, that there was a time where the phone rang and you had no caller ID, but you knew the voice. Mm-hmm. Why? Relationship. So you don't have to know the the number. It was based on your relationship. Mm -hmm. And the greater your relationship with God is, the greater you hear his voice. And that is spent in his presence. And the more time you spend in his presence, you start to get the aroma. And before you know it, you kind of tap in to his keys and his clues. So where you get the revelation 
of what he's trying to tell you. I wanted to tell you, folks, the first thing is, and I think, uh, and I know Dr. Jomo Cousins would agree, you heard him talk about distractions. You get to a quiet place, and you ask him, say, Lord, I want to hear from you. Talk about that. i got about two minutes left because how you begin this conversation, a little bit of prep, and that is get all the distractions out. Later on, as you're really walking with the Lord, you can have distractions and still hear from him. But to get started, isn't it important to get to a quiet place and ask? Absolutely. The Bible says you'll hear me in a still, quiet voice. It's amazing to me. I often hear him best by water. Hmm. So I ask God, what does that mean? He says, Joma, where were you in the womb? In water. Hmm. And I said, so I've learned that I'll get in water. I know. (laughs) I'll get in water. And it seems like the vibrations... I hear him clear. So usually when I go to a beach, I say, I sit in the water. I said, Lord, I'm here. What do you have for me? So every vacation, my wife says, why do you love the beach so much? I said, I'm going back to the water. Baptism, the water. Hmm. There's something about that water. I got to tell you, my audience knows oftentimes at 6 o'clock, uh, from, especially at the home studio, we're about 45 minutes from the beach. Daylight saving time, I'm always going to the beach just to sit by the water. Never, never had that revelation. But folks, I want to tell you, I'm excited, not only because uh, Dr. Jomo Cousins is here, but uh, you can attend his worship services right here as well. Home Church is Love First Christian Center. He is the lead or senior pastor, whatever is appropriate. They're in Riverview. Uh, tomorrow, you can get a little more fresh wind because I consider this to be fresh wind as well. He'll be right here with Fresh Wind Radio, his broadcast at one thirty tomorrow, Monday through Friday. You can catch him at 1 o'clock. I've got to tell you, highly recommend it. By the way, pastors, this is for you too. This book's for you. How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, author, Dr. Jomo Cousins. Jomo, thanks for being with us. God bless, God you, bless you, my friend. God you bless me. Thank you, sir. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. What if you could unpack once and wake up in a new breathtaking destination every morning? Join Alistair Begg on a Mediterranean cruise August 26th to September 4th, 2023. Along with teachings from God's Word, you'll experience the Creator's handiwork in the never-ending vistas of the Mediterranean before stepping into picturesque villages and iconic cities in Italy, Malta, Greece, Croatia, and more. Enjoy gorgeous blue seas while exploring iconic biblical destinations where Paul preached the gospel. Off the ship, immerse yourself in the wonder of some of the world's most famous cathedrals, museums, and works of art. Combine this with daily teaching and friendly fellowship. You won't want to miss this trip of a lifetime. Call 855-565-5519 to join or visit deeperfaithcruise.com. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The winter blizzard is underway. National Weather Service meteorologist Zach Taylor says the Buffalo area will get more snow on top of the three feet that has already fallen by mid-morning. We're looking at additional uh, one to potentially localize three feet of additional snowfall through uh, this weekend. So 
shaping up to be a pretty significant event for western New York. Taylor says upstate in western New York, not the only areas getting clobbered by snow. Downwind of Lake Michigan and Lake Superior across much of lower peninsula of Michigan, even the UP of Michigan. Uh, also, we'll still see some um, some impressive and significant snow totals as well. So it's not just uh, not just western New York. There are many other areas that are under winter storm warnings and lake effect warnings. Governor Kathy Hochul has declared a state of emergency covering 11 New York counties. Also at SRNNews.com, during a summit of Pacific Rim leaders, Vice President Kamala Harris says allied leaders attending APEC condemn an intercontinental ballistic missile launch by North Korea. It landed near Japanese territorial waters. This conduct by North Korea most recently is a brazen violation of multiple U.N. security resolutions. It destabilizes security in the region and unnecessarily raises tensions. We strongly condemn these actions, and we again call for North Korea to stop further unlawful destabilizing acts. North Korea's recent run of weapons tests aims to advance its nuclear arsenal as China and Russia oppose U.S. moves to toughen U.N. sanctions against it. On Wall Street stocks, higher now, the Dow up 201 points, the Nasdaq adding 9 points. This is SRN News. Do you know how my law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home? That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. A savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 940 6161. That's 1 800 940 6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1 800 940 6161. Select quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercial. Tennessee lawmakers address drag shows. In a troubling development, a growing number of communities across the country are allowing small children to attend drag performances, usually in bars. Under a bill that's getting consideration from the Tennessee legislature, no one under the age of 18 would be allowed to attend a performance where men dressing as women are dancing. Lawmakers aren't looking to ban the shows, but they don't think little kids ought to be watching. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The government of Pakistan says a ban on the Oscar-nominated movie Joyland has been lifted, despite outrage over the fact that it features transgender characters in leading roles. The film is Pakistan's entry for next year's Academy Awards and was a prize winner at this year's Cannes Film Festival. Pakistani officials say some scenes are being cut before the film hits theaters. The government regularly censors productions that include LGBT content. This is SRN News. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. 
Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show. Let's go to the Empire State and let's talk to Joe. Joe, welcome to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show. My father passed away about three months ago. My sister had a credit card that was in his name. She ran up over $100,000. There's no assets. I'm the executor. Am I on the hook for this? So the short answer is you're not personally liable. Listen to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. Central Florida, hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show is on right now. And a very special good afternoon to Columbus, Ohio. Once again, we're honored this day to be simulcasting both here in the Sunshine State and uh, in Buckeye country for the faithful there in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, this is the, uh, the Bill Bunkley Show as well as the Bob Bernie Live Show. For those of you in Columbus listening in on WRFD, 880 AM, FM 104.5, I'm Bill Bunkley, Bunkley, sitting in for the great Bob Bernie this afternoon. He's been away the last couple of days. We are honored to have you with us, and uh, each and every time I get a chance to do that, it's a very special day uh, because uh, it wasn't too long ago, back in, uh, well, 2017, where uh, Bob Bernie and uh, Don Cora with our affiliate in Washington, D.C., uh, I was stricken with AML leukemia, and uh, not only was I blessed because uh, my team here in Tampa and our, our home offices in Camarillo, California, uh, made the decision that uh, they were going to uh, hold my slot here on this platform while I was undergoing treatment for AML leukemia. Uh, but it was uh, Bob and Don that uh, j- just were, were journeymen so often to simulcast their shows here. And uh, I could never, ever repay either one of those gentlemen, uh, except for the fact that uh, when they are gone and if they would like me to uh, host you in the afternoon, I'll be glad to do that. Also this hour, I want to welcome in not only our Faith Talk stations who have been with me here in the Bay Area since 3, and of course WRFD since 3.30. Uh, This is an opportunity where uh, unique, but uh, I'm also broadcasting on all of our platforms. And that means uh, we have uh, our Faith Talk radio. We also have our News Talk answer station platforms and so welcome to those of you here in the answer tampa bay listening on am 930 and fm 93.7 as well as my uh, folks that are with me every afternoon from the answer sarasota Bradenton, and venice am 930 there as well as in that area fm uh, 93.7 we are glad to have uh, one and all of you with us this afternoon well, as we are getting ready for next week, it is a time of Thanksgiving. And I know that it's been a rough go. It's been a rough go for those of us who are Christ followers, those of us who are conservatives. We certainly um, were expecting a little more of a robust uh, change uh, as it comes to the midterm elections. But 
it's good to remember a couple of things. Number one, uh, for those of us who are Christ followers, we know that God is in control. We know that he has a plan. And we also know that he knew exactly how this was going to come down. And we also know that he has his purposes for everything. Quite often, we can't figure out what those purposes are because we, we, we try to have as close as we can the mind of Christ, but we don't really know the mind of Christ. We can't always understand uh, his purposes. Uh, but I want to tell you this afternoon that, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier this week, that we never, in, in today's culture in America, we never get out of campaign mode. Because we're already talking about the 2024 election. Uh, The pundits have been trying to spin the 2024 election. And so with that, uh, here we go again. But let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen on the national scene. As I spoke to my audience uh, during the week as the former President of the United States gathered the faithful there at his residence in Palm Beach, Florida, just uh, down the road from us here in Central Florida, uh, to announce that uh, he was, in fact, seeking uh, to not only be the Republican nominee for the 2024 presidential race, that he has uh, all intentions of being that nominee and, and running for the presidency after that primary. Interesting, though, uh, I think it's fair to say that I don't think all of his family, even his close family, are as robust and enthusiastic about his running as we did in a Trump campaign, you know, 1.0. Now we're at 2.0. And, uh, but I think it was a defensive move. I think that with the rising popularity of our governor here in the state of Florida, that would be the free state of Florida, and uh, our governor is Governor Ron DeSantis. Certainly has been noticed on the national scene. I'm sure those of you listening in Columbus this afternoon have, uh, of all the 50 governors, some of which, many of which you probably couldn't, you probably couldn't cite by name. You probably, you probably could cite Ron DeSantis here. And uh, it is true that... Um, Two members of the House of Representatives, the controversial Don Gates from the plant, from the Panhandle, and uh, another congressman from <clears throat> over in the St. Augustine area, Ron DeSantis, were two of the major cheerleaders all throughout the both before and during the tenure of Donald Trump. And I think it's fair to say for those of you in Columbus that uh, I believe uh, in this particular instance, I think a, a good deal of the credit for Ron DeSantis getting traction here in Florida certainly lies uh, um, at, the, at the feet of Donald Trump, uh, for sure. But I think what we are seeing now is so early to announce for 2024 But I think uh, it's not just Ron DeSantis. We have Nikki Haley. Uh, We've got uh, other members uh, of the cabinet that have uh, 
that are that are writing books that are talking about thinking about running i think uh, i think the donald wanted to put his name in the hat and then he's on offense that causes everybody else to go a little bit on defense and to know that if and when they feel called to put their name into the running for the Republican nomination, that uh, they'll know exactly that uh, win, lose, or draw, Donald Trump will be a very formidable force uh, to deal with. So he's in the race, but now I want to talk about the other side, the other shoe that we were talking about waiting to drop. And we just learned about that that other shoe having to do with the United States Department of Justice. It has to do with Attorney General Merrick Garland. Shortly ago, Merrick Garland named a special counsel to investigate the entirety of the criminal probe into the allegation of the unlawful retention of national defense information at uh, the place of the second announcement. The first announcement was the infamous elevator announcement at the Trump Tower in Manhattan, New York. But also at Mar-a-Lago, we know the infamous FBI raid controversial in and of itself and now the charges that the president removed national defense classified information that was allegedly recovered at Mar-a-Lago there has been a former Justice Department official now appointed to be the special counsel his name is Jack Smith Mr. Smith is a former assistant U.S. attorney. Mr. Smith is chief to the DOJ's public integrity section. Interesting. That almost seems like an oxymoron at this point. But anyway, he's going to oversee the investigation to President Trump and these, these documents after he left the White House. He'll also be looking at the fact of whether President Trump obstructed the federal government's investigation into the matter. I want to give a shout-out to Fox News. It is their reporting this afternoon, since this is fresh off the wire, that I'm using to communicate to, to you. And the reason why this is interesting, I was talking about earlier in the week that while we were still in the midterm mode, Now, several days ago, when President Trump announced that he would have this important decision on the 15th, on the eve of the midterm elections, that and a few days after that, I was talking about who's going to race to go first. Would Merrick Garland, soon after the midterms, be quick to announce that the former president is now under indictment, under investigation, blah, 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 blah looking forward to convict the president, therefore doing their best to damage his reputation, damage his relationship with his followers. Uh, So who would go first? Would it be Merrick Garland or would President Trump announce his presidency first? Because dynamics matter. 
the dynamic here is, is that President Trump is a former president. He's going to run again. And now we have elements that are taking him to court. Now, what I want to remind you is, folks, I hope you get it by now. The American judicial system, particularly on the federal level, has morphed into, in many cases, nothing more than an unsubstantiated witch hunt. And in fact, fake, fabricated investigations. But I want to remind you, the FBI has been a political entity at the highest levels for years and years and years. For decades upon decades upon decades. All I have to mention is one name. J. Edgar Hoover. J. Not only was he was kind of an interesting guy personally in his personal life, but also the files and the maneuvering he did against Individuals here in the U.S. of A. Team Trump is well aware of that legacy. And they're well aware of what the truth really is. But you know right now, the truth doesn't matter. What matters is, is that those who oppose the president, now's the time to start taking some hits, if they can, on the president's reputation. And if they can, in the way that a can opener separates a closed can with an open can to get to the contents, they want to separate some of you. They want to even try to get some of the MAGA crowd to forsake Donald Trump. Our phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. If you are a Trump supporter, if you'd like to tell me whether this investigation changes your thoughts about your support for the president, give us a call. I'll be right back. A New Beginning and Greg Laurie present a new evangelistic movie on the life of Johnny Cash. This brand new documentary film is done with the support of the Johnny Cash estate. You'll hear interviews with Johnny's sister, as well as his son, John Carter Cash, and country superstars that admired him. So this is a powerful film, Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon, and it's coming to a theater near you. Get ticket information at harvest.org. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring 
working with confidence, and it's yours free with one call. Don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement. This little-known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40%. For your free copy of Guarantee Your Retirement by Josh Melberg, call now. Call 800-337-8051. That's 800-337-8051. 800-337-8051. When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com. Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera. Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk Tampa. Central Florida, and on this special day, also simulcasting Columbus, Ohio, to uh, all the faithful there at WRFD 880 AM and FM 104.5. The faithful to Bob Bernie Live. Bob is out today. Honored to be uh, with you this afternoon. And I also invite you, you're also very much welcome to call us. It's a toll free line all across the country about our topics this afternoon, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Hey, we've got a survey. Who do you want to be the GOP presidential nominee in 2024? That's right. From now all the way till January the 1st, if you'd like to weigh in on this survey, Go to the website www.theanswertampa.com, theanswertampa.com, or www.theanswersarasota.com, theanswersarasota.com. Click on the surveys tag. And when you get there, tell us who would you like to be the Republican nominee for president in 2024? And when you have a chance to uh, weigh in, we are very interested to seeing what you. The people are thinking, even though it's very, very early. Well, in a moment, I'm going to have the response from Donald Trump as he tells Merrick Garland what the special counsel can expect or not expect now that uh, that special counsel has been named. 877-943-9673. Love to hear your comments about all of this. Here is what Merrick Garland said before we turn to uh, what might be similarly interesting to you, and that is the response from Team Trump. The Attorney General said, and I quote, it is in the public interest. Really? 
I wonder how much interest is really out there. But nonetheless, is it in the public interest to appoint a special prosecutor to independently manage an investigation and prosecution based on recent developments, including, he said, Trump's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well. Now, I find that very interesting. Very politics. This seems like a political statement on behalf of the Attorney General. The Attorney General went on to say that when it came to the investigation into January the 6th, the special counsel, Mr. Smith, would not be handling the investigation or prosecution of Trump supporters that breached the U.S. Capitol. Rather, Smith would focus on whether Trump or individuals and entities had tried to obstruct the peaceful transfer of power. Very interesting. 20 boxes or thereabouts, were removed by the FBI at night. They were all suited up, ready to go. president wasn't there. He was out of the state. And so the question is, what's interesting is, President Trump had the ability to declassify certain certain of these documents before he left. And so there's there's a big fog here about, what they removed, were they were they things that he had already de- declassified or not? So the problem that we're all going to have is, is because of the shenanigans, the outright illegal activity at times at the top, because we're only going to start learning more about Biden the junior, the hunter. And we're going to have some interesting investigations finally by the United States House of Representatives since the Republicans are taking over. They're going to be having hearings on a lot of things. Afghanistan pullout, the ties to the president with Hunter Biden's business partners, how many times the president met with, photo ops, all of that. So when we look at all the corruption that's going on, You and I understand that we we have a great fog that we're looking through as the Attorney General is going to take the next steps. Now, obviously, they they want to damage the president's reputation. They want to take him to court. They want to find him guilty. If they can somehow try to disqualify him for running for the presidency because of some sort of criminal background, uh, understand that they will do everything within their power, (laughs) both legal and illegal, as far as I'm concerned, to take them out. But in a similar report from Fox News, we just learned a few moments ago that in a very swift fashion, the former president of the United States has responded to the naming of the special counsel. This probably won't surprise you, but the word blasted is used to describe 
Uh, Former President Donald Trump responded to the Justice Department's appointment of the special counsel who will take over all the investigations related to the president. He just told Fox News, quote, he won't partake in it, close quote, calling it, quote, the worst politicization of the justice system in our country. He's asking the Republican Party to take action. Trump says, I've been going through this for six years. Six years I've been going through this. And I'm not going to go through it anymore. And I hope the Republicans have the courage to fight this. I have been proven innocent of six years on everything from fake impeachments to former special counsel Robert Mueller who found no collusion, and now I have to do it more? It is not acceptable. It is so unfair. It is so political. I am not going to partake in it. I'm not going to partake in this. He repeats, he repeats. It's not even believable what they're doing. I've never heard of such a thing. They found nothing. I announced and they, they appointed a special prosecutor. They found nothing. And now they take some guy who hates Trump. This is a disgrace and only happening because I am leading in every poll. What do you think? 877-943-9673. Give me a call. Be right back. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Twitter continues to bleed engineers and other workers after new owner Elon Musk gave them a choice to pledge to extremely hardcore work or resign with severance pay. It's not clear exactly how many of Twitter's already decimated staff took Musk up on his offer. WNBA star Brittany Grimer has begun serving her nine-year sentence for drug possession at a Russian penal colony. The Biden administration has been trying to negotiate the release of Griner for months now and another American that's jailed in Russia, Michigan corporate security executive Paul Whelan. On Wall Street, stocks finished higher. The Dow was up 199 points. The Nasdaq gained one point and the S&P 500 adding 18. This is SRN News. You know, heard the saying, one good thing leads to another? It's true, especially when you're talking about CentOS. Choosing CentOS for your company's rental uniform leads you to the finest service, quality, and innovation. And now it leads you to popular Carhartt branded apparel. That's right, CentOS, the leading provider of rental uniform programs, and Carhartt, the premier brand of retail workwear, have partnered to bring you a new and exclusive offering. It's the Carhartt Rental Workwear Program, only from CentOS. You'll enjoy CentOS's weekly pickup and delivery, professional cleaning and repairs. You'll look good and feel good wearing comfortable Carhartt-branded apparel. You'll wear Carhartt to work, and CentOS will do your laundry. The Carhartt Rental Workwear Program is exclusive to CentOS. It's easy to get started. Have your company go to CentOS.com for all the details. That's C-I-N-T-A-S.com. CentOS, 
the uniform people. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. I am Professor Nathaniel Burke from the University of Farmers, Hallowed Institute of Higher Insurance Learning, and this is a pop quiz. True or false? To save money on auto insurance, you must forego an agent and go it alone. Solo. Wits against the world. No compass. The answer is false. A farmer's agent is trained by me to save you money. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. We are insurance. We are farmers. Coverage not available in all areas. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Glory is based on how his people are doing. That's where his glory comes from, that his people prosper. <sighs> glory to God. So how we treat the least is a reflection of how we feel about him. Fresh Wind Radio with Pastor Jomo Cousins. Weekday afternoons at 1 here on Faith Talk Tampa. Here on the Bill Bunkley Shows, we're broadcasting all across Central Florida on Salem Radio. We are also simulcasting this afternoon all throughout Columbus and the areas around Columbus, Ohio, on WRFD, 880 AM and FM 104.5. Today we are standing in for Bob Bernie, Bob Bernie Live, and we appreciate our friends in Columbus once again. Reminding you that if you'd like to join the conversation anywhere around the country, here in Florida, toll-free, that number to call is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Hey, for those of you listening on our news talk stations uh, here in Florida, our Regnery Book of the Month is uh, ready for you to compete for. It is the brand-new book by Senator Ted Cruz, Justice Corrupted. How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System. Now, we've got two grand prize winners that will receive a signed copy from Senator Cruz himself. We also will have three first-place winners that will receive a copy of the book. Five books to give away in all. Right now, to put your name in a hat, go to either TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, or TheAnswerSarasota.com. The answer Sarasota.com. Click on the banner for the Regnery Book of the Month by Ted Cruz and enter in this afternoon. 
and then come back to those websites each and every day until the end of the month, and that allows for you to have more entries put into the hat. And uh, I wish you well, and uh, I always enjoy the opportunity for us to give uh, some of these items away to encourage you and uh, to say thank you for being a part of uh, our afternoon. So here we have the showdown is about to begin. What makes this interesting is one dynamic that's not going to play in this round, Nancy Pelosi and her left-wing radicals in the House are not going to have the platform or the mouthpiece that she's had uh, for some 20 years. That's going to be muted. Now, I'm sure that Chuck Schumer, because thanks to our minority leader, who probably did the worst job allocating funds to get enough Republicans elected for us to have a Republican majority in the Senate, Mitch McConnell. But you're going to hear somewhat from Chuck Schumer during the course of the coming days, as well as interesting to see what the sitting president has to say himself. But now we have the showdown. And so one of the most keenest observers I know who operates behind the scenes. And by the way, I'd like to hear what you think as well at 877-943-9673. want to bring in Joe Weaver. And, Joe, I want you to uh, – hello, Joe. Oh, okay. I yeah, th- I'm here. I thought you were reading something. I was, I was going to go – We multitask around here, Bill. It's all good. I thought you were playing the Maytag man. You know? No, man, it's just, all good. Just, just nobody, nobody calling in bothering you, so you were just relaxing. No. We've had so many conversations of the issues of the day over, what, many, many years. So here we 15 have, we've been working together at yep, this point. 15 years. Here's Trump. I'm coming back. I've been putting up with this for so long. I don't care. I'm not going to cooperate. It's like a chess match. So how do you feel about this, and how do you see this working out? Well, those are two uh, distinct questions. How do I feel about it? Well, I mean, I don't feel surprised by anything. I certainly am not, um, you know, gobsmacked by uh, any anything that's transpired. I mean, Trump um, announcing his his candidacy for the 2024 election. I think that's probably um, one of the most telegraphed moves in in political history. I, I've been expecting it ever since, uh, you know, twenty. I, to me, it's it's just basically been an, an inevitability. And so, I am. I mean, you say that I'm a keen observer. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. But if somebody like me sitting here in Florida can see that that was coming, then certainly the Democrats knew that it was going to be coming. And so, this is their, um, you know, this is their return salvo. And I, I'm. It's very brazen for them to very um, openly like this kind of use the the justice system for their political aims, um, but it's what they're doing, and it's it's yeah, I mean it's it's enraging, and it's definitely a um, hypocritical stance because if anybody that was in a position of power, and I mean, look, we can say this, we can complain about this, you know, until the end of time. But it is the case that if anybody in if there was ever a Republican president that was even hinting 
about doing anything like this to a former Democrat president, you would hear shrieking and yelling till, you know, again, till the end of time from those on the left who are applauding this. And all this is is a witch hunt. I mean, that's that's all that this is. And so, yeah, it's it's rather disgusting that the Democrats would be using the justice system for this purpose. At the same time, the Democrats don't care about our disgust. And they also operate with a, a sheen of protection around them because what's anybody going to do about it? I mean, to my mind, as, as an observer of politics for the last, you know, 20-some-odd years, <laughs> maybe longer than that, but I, as far as I can see, Trump's the first person to ever try to fight back against these people. And, and I include very much... Um, Every one of those R's that were just sent to Washington, and I mean, I, don't get me wrong, there are a couple of good ones out there, I'm, I, and I don't mean to, you know, I, I'm not trying to dismiss anybody, but it's just, it's a different focus. There really does seem to be a different objective for sort of elected, and, and maybe I, I shouldn't go party on this. If you are in that that class, if you are in that sort of elected class, you have a different perspective and a different priority than somebody like Donald Trump appears to have. And what looked apparent to me in the last, you know, iteration of, uh, you know, when he was president, when he was running for president, and after, you know, that entire, the entire era of Trump that we're, you know, still in, um, what I have noticed is that there's a, the dichotomy is not really between left and right. What it really is about is people that can see this sort of ruling class infrastructure that they don't like and would like to do something about it versus the people that are in that ruling class or that benefit from being in that ruling class. Uh, and there's a, a large network of individuals that fall within that category, and they are very interested in keeping it going because it's really advantageous for them. And so that's really what the contest is, and it's sort of cloaked in this fake rubric of right versus left. As far as I'm concerned, the people that are in the elected positions aren't really – they are not. they don't really appear to be – um, operating much differently from each other when they're, when they're in positions of power. You mentioned the midterms. And I think that there's a lot of people that were very, they were very um, uh, excited and hopeful that there would be a massive Republican victory. And what would that look like? That would mean a whole bunch of seats uh, flipped in the House. That would mean a whole bunch of seats flipped in the Senate. That would mean that a whole bunch of races were won in gubernatorial races and state houses, state legislatures all across the country. Well, that happened in 2010. That, that, that exact thing that I described happened in 2010. And it happened in, la- I mean, enormous landslide fashion. And those were all people that were that declared themselves to be Tea Partiers and anti-establishment types. And what good did it do? And this is the point. Just slogans. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, I, for me personally, which is not to say that I'm, I'm not I'm not trying I'm not you know kind of saying that they're all the same because definitely there are distinctions. And yeah, if if I had my way, <laughs> there would be way more R's than there are D's up there, no doubt about it. But I couldn't say with any degree of certainty that even if there were a majority in either of the houses, that there would really be anything different going on. Understand that all of this attack against Trump for the entire time that he's been in this arena, because pr- prior to this, prior to 2015, when he decided to run, well, he was a you know he was a celebrity to these people. He was he was perfectly cool. He contributed you know to their causes, and he was you know loved. And then all of a sudden, when he decides I want to actually start doing something to make the country better, now all of a sudden he becomes this pariah. And 
there are plenty of people in elected positions of power who, how do I say this? They were not interested in engaging in the fight that was being taken to Trump, either because they didn't like him or because they figured that it was just easier to uh, go along to get along, not fight the status quo, and the status quo in this case being the existing class in Washington. And so I'm not really going to – and in the meantime, you see anybody that does stick up for Trump and they end up getting canceled or they end up getting beaten down. Um, and so there's a whole lot of uh, – a, a lack of, of energy for that entire time where you end up having this faction on the right where you got people that are pro the president that won. Think of this. There was a dichotomy within the party amongst people that liked the president and didn't like the president. But who decided who was going to be the president? That would be the people that voted in the primaries for the Republicans. So there's a whole bunch of elected Republicans that seem to not have any problem at all at thumbing their nose at the people that in their own party, selected this guy that they don't like. That didn't matter, right? So instead, it's whatever's important to them is what carried the day. So you have multiple years of these things being said about Trump, which were lies. They were full-blown, untrue things. And instead of there being any sort of of an effort to defend the truth, forget about defending Trump. In terms of defending the truth... In, there was there was almost none of that from a party standpoint because it was a lot easier to get camera time on these you know local or national you know news shows by saying well I disagree with Trump about this or I don't like or you know he may be good about policy but I don't like his personality or whatever well now here we are and did it do you any good to distance yourself from the guy did, I mean. Just ask, did it do you any good? Did it do the party any good, if that's something that's important to you? And is it helping? Because the flip side of this is that there is an actual dichotomy when it comes to um, who it is that's on the other side. And this fracturization that we're dealing with, that we've been dealing with, that we're going to continue to be dealing with, it doesn't exist on the other side. They coalesce. They circle the wagons. And when it comes to beating us, they get on the same page. But there seems to be this, this reluctance. I don't even want to say it's a reluctance to fight. It's, it's even worse than that. It's a reluctance to even understand that a fight is necessary, except for a guy like Trump. So as far as all of this goes, I mean, and yeah, and the specifics of what's happening right now, all of this is going to play out. Um, you know, whether or not they're going to actually be able to put some sort of, of charge against him, you know, all that remains to be seen. And again, they're operating under the, the mindset of we're going to do whatever we're going to do. And what are you going to do about it? And so far, nobody has stepped up to do anything about it. So we'll see. And look, at the end of the day, um, I'm, I'm not I don't mean to be defeatist. I still have a lot of faith in the American people. I just don't have anywhere near as much faith in the Republican Party. And let me say this. If this grand jury is within the beltway, right, there's going to be charges against the president, former president of the United States. And you never know what those juries are liable to do inside the beltway because we've seen some pretty clear examples. It isn't about truth or justice. It's about the outcome that was desired. 
What about you? 877-943-9673. Next quick question. Does this help in the Trump strategy to get more followers to stiff the government? Joe Bunkley here. With rising gas prices and high inflation, reviewing your health care insurance expenses is a great strategy. Contact Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network as he may be able to offer you significant monthly savings while offering superior coverage. If you selected one of those high-deductible, limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your own doctors and it's 30 to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify. If you're paying for your own health insurance, you're on COBRA, or your employment coverage is just too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. If you are under 65, reasonably healthy, and don't need maternity coverage, you can save 30 to 60%. Call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. What if I told you that you could start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days? You'd have every right to be skeptical, especially if you've been disappointed by joint supplements in the past that failed to give you the relief you need. So we're going to prove it to you by sending you a complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, the number one selling joint supplement at GNC. Instaflex is number one at GNC because it can start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days. And right now, we're offering adults a complimentary two-week sample as part of a nationwide giveaway. Call and claim your sample today. 1-800-608-9926. Fast-acting Instaflex is great for your knees, hands, even your hips, and it starts relieving your discomfort in just a few days. Instaflex is available at GNC, Rite Aid Pharmacies, and Vitamin World, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-608-9926. Call now for your two-week Instaflex sample, 1-800-608-9926, 1-800-608-9926. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's hurricane preparedness kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. 
Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. God's message today is so important. Know that you're saved by grace through faith. And there's only one way to come to Christ, and that's God's way. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk Tampa. Sekolo. He'll be uh, on board for the final hour and it's Friday afternoon. But I invite you to stick with us right here for the Bill Bunkley Show, hour number three. We'll be going to Colorado Springs, Colorado to talk to uh, Joni Debris. And she is uh, with the counseling program there, focused on the family. And we're going to talk about gratitude. It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week. We're going to talk about the effects of being a person who is thankful for what we have. Showing a debt of gratitude to all of those we come in contact, especially those to whom it's due. Also talk about the idea of just being happy where you are. Doesn't mean you're not striving to do better, striving for better education, but contentment. That's coming up top of the hour for those of you right here throughout Central Florida, as well as our friends in Columbus listening in this afternoon on WRFD for Bob Bernie Live. Then we'll have a conversation about the ministry and the work uh, of Movie Guide to impact the culture. That's coming up in just a few moments. I want to leave you with some final thoughts about the FBI. First of all, you've heard me say this many times if you listen to this show. I have not criticism for the rank-and-file members of the FBI. My criticism is reserved for those elite members of the Bureau residing inside or operating inside the Beltway here in the United States. There is a clear demonstration of abuse of power in the history of the Bureau at the upper levels. Now, I don't normally quote Wikipedia, but I'm going to do it this afternoon. And I'm going to quote Wikipedia as it pertains to their information on the life of J. Edgar Hoover. And I want you to listen to this. 
And tell me if you think the vestiges of this corruption have been cleared up today. You heard Joe and I reference what's going on as a witch hunt. This is not the first witch hunt in the history of the Justice Department or the FBI. And some of them have been very recent. And many of them have been against President Trump. Wikipedia notes about J. Edgar Hoover that later in life and after his death, Hoover became a controversial figure as evidence of his secretive abuses of power began to surface. J. Edgar Hoover was found to have routinely violated the very laws the FBI was charged with enforcing. J. Edgar Edgar Hoover used the FBI to harass political dissidents. J. Edgar Hoover used the FBI to amass secret files for the purpose of blackmailing high-level politicians. J. Edgar Hoover was charged and found to be collecting evidence using vigilantism, and many illegal methods. Talk to those who know about the history of Dr. Martin Luther King and the FBI. J. Edgar Hoover, Wikipedia, says, consequently amassed a great deal of power and was in a position to intimidate and threaten others. I rest my case. These are not my words. And I don't always rely on the platform of Wikipedia, but books have been written about this. But I think those, those few short words set the table before us for what we are going to be seeing in the weeks and months ahead. The socialists, the communists, the Marxists, and the woke crowd of America. They are committed, just like we've seen in elections, to do everything possible to stop their political opponent opponent by the name of Donald Trump. So we will see this unfold. Going to take a time out, folks in Columbus. Hang with us. Got a great hour coming up, as well as those of you right here on Faith Talk. I'm Bill Bunkley, wrapping up our number two of the Bill Bunkley Show, originating from our studios here in Tampa, Florida. Hey, don't go away. Oh, extra hour of briefing coming up next. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Dr. Charles Stanley, we have a God who is an awesome encourager. If you're a Christian, 
you're a follower of Jesus, you have no legitimate defense for living in the state of discouragement. Hear the series, Encouragement, this week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, weekday mornings at 11, here on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. North Korea firing yet another intercontinental ballistic missile that landed near Japanese waters early today. It's the second major weapons test this month that showed a potential ability to launch nuclear strikes on all of the U.S. mainland. During a summit of the Pacific Rim leaders, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says North Korea's recent actions have been a threat to peace and security. Canada joins our allies in condemning in the strongest terms the continued irresponsible uh, actions of North Korea uh, with multiple missile launches, including uh, the uh, latest ones. These are, as our friends have said, clear violations of U.N. uh, resolutions. Also at SRNnews.com, U.S. agriculture officials proposing changes to the federal program that helps pay the grocery bills for low-income mothers and young children. The update keeps a bump in payments for fresh fruits and vegetables allowed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Changes to the program, known as WIC, also would allow more whole grains, canned fish, canned beans, and non-dairy milk substitutes. Officials said it would give shoppers more flexibility at the supermarket. That is correspondent Jeremy House reporting. The calendar says we are in autumn, but don't tell that to the people in western New York right now. For Governor Kathy Hochul declaring a state of emergency ahead of a, uh, ahead of a potentially dangerous bout of lake effect snow. National Weather Service forecast says up to four feet of snow or more through Sunday that may paralyze the hard-hit communities, including Buffalo. Weather Service also warns of two feet or more of lake effect snow in parts of Michigan. This is SRN News. Advanced prostate cancer, but you're not waiting around. You want straight talk to facts about a Govix. Orgovix Religolix 120 milligram prescription tablets is a treatment for adults with advanced prostate cancer. Fact, Orgovix is a different kind of androgen deprivation therapy treatment, a pill, not an injection. Orgovix may cause serious side effects, including a heart condition called QT prolongation. Tell your doctor right away if you feel dizzy, faint, have a racing or pounding heart or chest pain. Orgovix can cause harm to an unborn baby or miscarriage. Use birth control during treatment and for two weeks after Orgovix treatment. The most common side effects include hot flushes, increased blood sugar and blood fat levels, muscle and joint pain, decreased blood hemoglobin levels, increased liver enzymes, tiredness, constipation, and diarrhea. Other side effects include weight gain, decreased sex drive, and erectile function problems. Orgovix may cause infertility. Talk to your doctor if infertility is a concern for you. Go with Orgovix. Ask your doctor. For more facts, visit GoWithTheFacts.com. A victory for parental rights in Michigan. Dearborn public school officials will no longer make two books with pornographic content available to children. Several similar books will be limited to high school libraries only. The move comes after strong protests by parents in the region, especially those in Dearborn's large Muslim community. All across the country, moms and dads are beginning to investigate what kinds of books are being made available to their children 
and are demanding changes. Michael Harrington, SRN News. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley says doctors who perform abortions should be able to disclose the patient's personal health information as part of their defense to avoid prosecution. North Dakota's abortion ban, which is currently on hold because of a lawsuit, makes the procedure illegal except in the cases of rape or incest or when the life of the mother is in danger. This is SRN News. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Yankee Arnold Ministries. This is Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold of Yankee Arnold Ministries. I want you to join me for each weekday. There is a new name and new time, but the same clear gospel message. Mark it down. Call a friend. This is Ralph Yankee Arnold. God bless and keep looking up. Yankee Arnold Ministries. Weeknights at 6 on Faith Talk Tampa. following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. It's a Friday afternoon, 18 days in the month of November in the year of our Lord, 2022. And we are excited to be with you this afternoon. This is the three hour of uh, third hour of a three-hour briefing here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, we're broadcasting on Salem Radio all across Central Florida. I want to remind you that at 5 o'clock each Friday afternoon, that's our opportunity to spend some time and really drill down with our friends that focus on the family. And we're going to be doing that in just a moment. But I quickly want to remind you that as we're getting ready to go into the Thanksgiving week and a Thanksgiving celebration, just a quick reminder top of the hour that we have our Christmas Mortgage Miracle right now that is underway. And you could win your rent payments paid for a year or your mortgage payments paid for the year of 2023. All you have to do is go to our website to enter the contest at www.letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Click on the link for the Mortgage Miracle banner. Now, this is a, a gift up to $18,000. So for some of you, might not really get a full year out of it, but uh, we've got $18,000 to go toward a mortgage or rent to the winner of the grand prize. And remember, you can come back and vote every day uh, coming up and including the uh, 21st 
1st of December, so I really want you to put a lot of entries in and hopefully you can score that uh, that absolutely inflation inflation uh, uh, fighting benefit. Well, FocusOnTheFamily.com is uh, a feature that we have right here on Faith Talk twice a day. I want to remind you that the website is FocusOnTheFamily.org, FocusOnTheFamily.org. And when you go there, I always remind you, if you could, to put in a contribution. So many people take advantage of all the great counseling that's there. It's absolutely free, but it's really not free because there's a cost of operation. And so I always like to remind you that uh, as you're using that as your second resource, as after referring to the Holy Scriptures of the Old and New Testament, a great time to also benefit them at the end of the year and reminding you that every contribution is a, a tax-free, excuse me, a, a tax-deductible contribution. They're a 501c3 entity. Well, back with us uh, this afternoon is um, uh, an opportunity for us to talk about um, gratitude. Joni DeBrito is with us, and she recently retired from the role of director of parenting and youth, but she's now working on the counseling team as a hope restored aftercare coach. In this role, it allows her to focus on helping couples have more meaningful relationships as a co-creator of Focus's suicide prevention program known as Alive to Thrive. She continues to speak about suicide and other issues related to youth mental health. She's got a degree in psychology, social work, family therapy. She's a licensed clinical social worker and licensed marriage and family therapist. And uh, Mr. Brito, good to have you with us here this afternoon. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be with you. Well, we're going to talk about gratitude, and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. It's been sort of a theme for me this week. I want to talk a little bit about how the brain functions, how the brain functions, and then the body follows the brain. If you are a person that in, in the Lord and the Spirit, you carry a, a positive attitude, really means better health. If you're negative Nelly or curmudgeon all the time, negative being negative is not a great trait. Talk a little bit about that because we want to be showing gratitude, but there's a reason why it's helpful for us, right? There are many reasons why it's helpful. There's a lot of recent research, brain research, about how not only feeling grateful but expressing gratitude benefits us. So some of those benefits are improvements in eating and sleeping, reductions in stress, reductions in blood pressure, reductions in fear and anxiety, increases in healthy exercise, increases in pain tolerance, boosts in immunity, improvements in self-confidence, decreases in depression, and then increases in resiliency. And um, there are more benefits as well. But we know what God has always known, that showing gratitude and being thankful and grateful not only benefits us socially and spiritually, but also physically. You know, I think when we get up every day, Joni DeBrito, that uh, you either can get up and in the early moments you can be thankful for the day to the Lord or you can be, oh, I got to go to work. I hate this job. Mm -hmm. I hate my boss. And then when work's over, well, I hate coming home. I hate doing this. I hate doing that. You know, we really sort of decide each day which way we're going to proceed. And then the issue is the older we get, we get, get into those habits, either good or bad, right? 
That's true, and it's very true that um, the way you start your day makes a big difference in the way you feel for the rest of the day. There are plenty of things to complain about and plenty of things that we might be struggling with, and those are real things, and we need to be honest about those, and it's okay to feel bad when things aren't going so well, but you don't want to get stuck there. You want to give yourself the opportunity to feel bad. Maybe if it's a major loss, you certainly want to give yourself the opportunity to grieve that loss, but then you also want to begin to recognize what about that loss you might be grateful for, or if it's like the loss of a person, maybe it was the loss of a person after a long illness, and so you're very, very sad to not have them in your life on this earth anymore, but you're grateful that their suffering has ended. So there's almost always um, another side to even the sufferings that we go through that allow us, if we think about it, to feel very grateful and thank you. And thankful. The Lord teaches us through the scriptures that we are to be thankful in all things, even when we have difficult situations and even though in tragedy. And and sometimes I think people misunderstand the fact that, for instance, if it's a tragedy for me, I give thanks to the Lord because he is with me and mm-hmm. that he's with me through the tragedy or through the challenge. And the other part of that is, is so often, and I give you an example, we have been uh, devastated by two separate hurricanes, Ian and Nicole. Yes. And uh, great loss of life, um, a great loss of property, uh, just an absolutely horrendous situation. However, as we have seen so many of the faith-based organizations that come in uh, with their specialty in disaster relief, You know, there's also an opportunity for the gratitude because many people have been introduced to Christians when they're at uh, one of their worst possible moments of their life. Mm -hmm. Many of them are beginning to read the Bible and coming to Christ. And so when we are in the midst of a tragedy, either corporately, like I just mentioned, or personally, one of the things that helps me to have gratitude is to know that the Lord's always going to take something. And we know from the life of Joseph and others, when we have something happen at the moment, we never know how God is going to take that and turn it to good. How does that play in? to being able to be having this uh, attitude of gratitude uh, pretty much all the time. Well, obviously, it's the gift that keeps on giving, and we find that um, as people express gratitude, they have that dopamine release. You know, sometimes you hear about a dopamine release that drives a a negative addiction, that maybe um, watching a lot of video games, uh, a child gets, or or a youth or an adult gets a little bit of a, uh, a zing out of, you know, completing some task on that video game. And when they do, it's a reward, and so their brain releases a little dopamine, and that makes them want to continue to watch video games or do other things, and they may develop actually a negative um, pattern of addiction. But it works the same way with gratitude, that as we express gratitude and are able to look for gratitude, especially in those times of suffering and recognize the good things that are happening to us despite the suffering, that gratitude um, also releases dopamine and makes us want to kind of continue to be thankful and grateful and so forth. And I really like what you were talking about because, of course, we acknowledge that in the state of Florida, being one example, there have been tremendous losses over the last several months, and people are still grieving those losses. And yet it's so interesting because so often you also hear people saying, you know, one of the things I've realized is that many of the things that I had were not as important, so now I can go forward.
word and not feel as tied to the things of this world as as I was, that I'm really beginning to appreciate my families and my friends and my neighbors more than I did. And so even though, yes, I've experienced a great loss, I've also experienced some gains here that I'm grateful for. I'll tell you, that's just uh, some wise advice. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking uh, on our weekly segment on uh, the 5 o'clock hour on Fridays to Focus on the Family. That website is focusonthefamily.org. Focusonthefamily.org. This afternoon, we have an opportunity to speak with Joni DeBrito, and she's now part of the counseling team there at Focus on the Family as a Hope Restored Aftercare Coach. So we've got about three minutes left in this segment, so let's sort of get on the other side of the ledger. And so how do we get there? I know, uh, boy, if you're going to start a new habit, uh, one of the most important things is is to remember each day that you're trying to develop a new habit. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know whether that's putting a note on the mirror in, in, in your uh, in your restroom at home, putting it on a refrigerator, putting it on the dashboard, the mirror of your car. Give us some ideas on how we can kickstart changing things in our life to where we bring that to conscious uh, to a conscious thought that, that we want to be showing our gratitude at, at every corner during this day. Well, you're absolutely right that in order to develop a habit, you have to start practicing it on a regular basis. So you certainly could put a note on the mirror. Sometimes people will start a gratitude journal where they have that journal next to their bed, and when they get up in the morning, it's right there, and they start to think about different things that they're grateful for um, themselves or grateful for gifts or talents or skills that God has given them or provisions or think about other people in their lives and the things that they appreciate about those people. And I would say that it's just like starting an exercise routine that at first it might feel a little bit um, like a, a labor that's a little bit difficult to go through because it's new and you have to get up earlier and you have to actually get your body moving. But as people get up earlier and they exercise and so forth, they start feeling like, wow, I feel better. And so it becomes a part of what they do habitually. And it's the same thing with gratitude, that if you can get up and you can look at that journal, or maybe you have a morning routine, you brush your teeth, you get dressed, you do a couple of different things. You can have something there, whether that's a journal or a book about gratitude, or even a note that says something like, what are you grateful for today? That you start incorporating that into your morning routine of the other things that you do when you get up. And um, you will find that, again, the more you do that, the more it becomes a habit, and then the more it just becomes naturally integrated into your life. So you start going throughout the day and um, incorporating gratitude into your life. And one of the things that really helps to solidify that is actually expressing that gratitude. So it's one thing to notice something, maybe a provision um, of God or a provision that has come from another resource in your community, and you feel grateful inside for it. But saying it out out loud or saying it to another person brings it a little bit more truth. So if you can say, God, today I'm grateful for um, the fact that you've, you know, taught me something through this process or whatever, or I'm grateful for my neighbor because, like, for instance, today my husband just told me that we had a little snow here in Colorado, and he said, gosh, I looked out and our neighbor had um, shoveled our walk. So a little bit later on today, I'm going to be going over to that neighbor saying, thank you so much for doing that. That was so thoughtful of you. And when you put those things in words, it can help solidify the idea of gratitude more in your mind. Okay. we got to leave it there for the moment, but we're blessed because Joni DeBrito will be back just after the break with Focus on the Family. More of the Bill Monkley Show, and yes, we're talking about being thankful in Thanksgiving. 
We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-696-6902-800-696-6902-800-696-6902. That's 800-696-6902. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ. Not, tr- not Christ and religion, not Christ and church, not Christ and, and good deeds, but Christ and His atoning death alone. Nothing else And the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 here on Faith Talk Tampa. Following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome back. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host, The Bill Bunkley Show, here on Salem Radio this afternoon. And yes, we're always broadcasting all across Central Florida. This is our regular opportunity to visit with our friends at Focus on the Family, reminding you that website is focusonthefamily.org, focusonthefamily.org. By the time that uh, we're back with you again, Thanksgiving would have come and gone. And so this is Thanksgiving week. We're talking about the powerful impact of gratitude when it comes to Thanksgiving. To be able to help us with that, we've been talking with Joni DeBrito, who is part of the counseling team now. They're focused on the family. Uh, she retired from the role of Director of Parenting and Youth, and she is a Hope Restored Aftercare Coach. And uh, she's all over her various areas of expertise when it comes to gratitude versus grumbling. Now, we talked a little bit uh, so far about uh, how gratitude can help you in a positive way spiritually as well as mentally. And I also added that uh, physically. And we talked about the fact of maybe putting some reminders. And just like if you don't do your quiet time every day, if you're not in the Word every day, you'll find yourself in a week. You'll be thinking a little more fleshly and a little more from God's perspective. The same thing about uh, programming our mind to move forward with gratitude. But, you know, even if we leave a note on the refrigerator or the mirror reminding ourselves, we must be very cognizant that we're under attack. Look, you you go to Facebook and uh, you spend too much time on Facebook and, and, and then you're feeling bad because somebody has something that you want. 
Their kids are always doing better than yours. Now they're putting airbrushed pictures of themselves uh, through apps on there. So it's no friends. It's fake friends. And then you turn on TV and Madison Avenue says you got to have a new car, got to have a new boat. Oh, by the way, your hair looks terrible. Oh, you got to get your eyes done. Da, 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 da. So come back in, Joni, and help us because we've got to realize that Satan has a lot of tools as well as fiery darts, and they're going to be hitting us all day, making us not be thankful for what we have. That's right. They are. And that's why you have to work so hard to be focusing on what you have instead of not what you don't have. And as you put it, many people get really down and start to get negative and angry and frustrated with their lives and themselves because they don't have what the world is telling them they should have to be happy. And we know, of course, that money and possessions really don't buy happiness. The things that bring people true joy, that sustain joy, is um, the love and the support and the camaraderie of loved ones in their lives and being able to contribute to the world in terms of their skills and their talents and their gifts. So one of the practical things that you can do, first of all, would be to for sure be monitoring the amount of time you spend on social media, watching the news, etc. And certainly use those resources in a way that can benefit you so that you can stay connected to friends and so forth and stay aware of the news. But if you are watching hours and hours of news or participating in social media for hours and hours a day, that's really too much. We typically think of no more than a couple hours of non-academic screen time, which allows you to be connected on social media, consume the news, etc., see advertisements, etc., but not be overwhelmed by them. And as you are trying to cultivate this attitude of gratitude, a great thing to do is start to take an inventory of and really focus on what are the gifts and the talents and the skills that God has given me and that I've attained through, you know, study or practice or what have you. And not only to recognize those as the things to be grateful for as opposed to possessions or areas of performance, but also point those out in other people. If you're a parent, point those out in your children. So, um, you know, it's okay to say you look cute today or something like that, but we don't want to overdo that. I'd so much rather hear parents say, I love the way that you're such a good friend to your friend over here, to your neighbor. I love the way that you are so generous with the things, you the money that you earn doing your chores. I love that. Talk about trying to cultivate those fruits of the Spirit by talking about what you're grateful for in terms of what God has shown you in your life, but also the the character traits that you see in other people instead of their performance or their appearance or the possessions that they have. Now, I want to I want to throw one more word to talk about. Got about three minutes left. We're listening to uh, a great, great uh, review uh, of Healthy Living with Joni DeBrito with Focus on the Family. And again, that website for all sorts of resources is focusthefamily.org, focusthefamily.org. We've got about three minutes left. But, you know, when we think about the word gratitude, the cousin right next to gratitude is contentment. 
And I was thinking, well, do we work on contentment? And when we really tackle contentment, then it's easier to have the gratitude. But if you could, we got about, oh, about oh, two and a half minutes left. Could you speak a little bit about the, the, the overall concept that, that leads to all this is just being content with who we are, where we are, and being content with what the Lord has provided for us? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that obviously that does come from being aware of the gifts that you have and being grateful for them. And instead of thinking about, yes, but I could have more, Mm. what have you, you're actually content with what you have. And, you know, being intentional about thinking about that can make a big difference in your life and really increase that contentment that you feel. So if you take the time each day to look around and say, wow, look at how I've been blessed in terms of the way that God has provided for me. Now, I'm not talking about, oh, look at the fancy car I have or whatever. And not that there's anything wrong with having a fancy car, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that you have food and shelter and water and a family that loves you and you have the basic provisions and so forth. Just having those things is more than many, many people, as you know, in the world have. Um, And so we have to really be intentional about thinking about the reasons that we have to feel content instead of all of the things that may be bringing us um, thoughts of uh, discontentment. And so it's a, it's a very intentional exercise. Whenever my mind starts to go that way, gosh, I wish I had this like one of my friends or whatever, I have to stop and go, I am not my friend. I am me. Let me take a look. Let me take an inventory of the gifts, the talents, the skills, the provisions that I have and be grateful for that. And I, I will tell you that just personally, um, now I am in my senior years of my life, a very young senior, but they'd call me a senior. Um, and I have a very, very high level of contentment in my life. And it, what's funny about it is if you looked at what I possess, you would think maybe that's not the case not because I don't have a lot of fancy possessions or whatever. But I feel so content because I actually have taken many years of my life to try to cultivate that because there was a time in my life where I felt a lot of discontent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the way I felt. And I realized that that's not really what God intended for me. God didn't intend for me to start taking an inventory of what everyone else had and decide that, you know, I needed more because someone else had that. To be content with what I've been given and to recognize that really I have more than nine-tenths of the world's population. Well, I tell you what, that is awesome, but we are right at the clock to be out of time. What great wisdom from Joni DeBrito that she gains from the Lord. Hey, she's one of the folks available there at Focus on the Family at focusonthefamily.org. And so, Joni, thanks so much for being with us and hope you have a very happy Thanksgiving. You are welcome and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. We'll be right back. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Attorney General Mary Garland appointing veteran prosecutor Jack Smith as a special counsel to oversee the federal criminal probe into former President Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election and handling of classified documents. That appointment of a special counsel is intended to avoid the appearance 
of a conflict of interest. Don't tell the people in western New York that it is still fall, a brutal winter storm hitting that part of the state and could dump up to three to four feet of snow by Sunday. Hard-hit areas, including Buffalo, expect periods now with zero visibility. The Weather Service warning of accumulations also of two feet or more of lake effect snow in parts of northern Michigan. This is SRN News. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance. And you better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let the tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks that the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, they'll fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-814-5615. 800-814-5615. That's 800-814-5615. 800-814-5615. Following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. You're my courage when I worry in the dead of night. You're my strength cause I'm not strong enough to win this fight. You are greater than the battle raging in my 
Buckley here, and it is a Friday afternoon, and that means we're going to have a conversation with Movie Guide. But from time to time, we have a conversation with Movie Guide that isn't necessarily what you're used to tuning in to, well, to get some information on maybe the new movies that are breaking, uh, coming to the theaters uh, maybe on the Friday on this weekend. We're not going to do that today because there's another fascinating story I want you to know. And it goes to um, understanding how important the, uh, the ministry of Movie Guide is and uh, all the various things that they're doing on our behalf. And that has to do with Movie Guide history. But first, I want to remind you that MovieGuide.org, MovieGuide.org is your go-to site to I uh, hope that you have it uh, marked uh, as a favorite on your home or office PC and also download it on either your Android or your iPhone app because that gives you the opportunity, especially when I know in my family sometimes movies can be a spur of the moment. And even though I review movies every week with uh, my friends at Movie Guide, uh, sometimes I just don't remember everything if it's been a few weeks. I can just pull out my phone, check it out, make sure it's good for my family to see. Now, when you go to movieguide.org, not only do you have reviews of contemporary movies, but you've got all sorts of reviews of older movies and other entertainment venues. And for those of you who really are into what's happening in entertainment and movies, you've got to check out the articles. It's just an absolutely uh, splendid array of points of view. And remember that uh, Movie Guide is a Christian ministry, and so the Christian worldview is always very prevalent. But when you go there, you'll always see that red button at the top with the heart. It says Donate. And so especially today, when you learn a little bit about uh, all of what uh, uh, Movie Guide is all about and its founding history, you'll want to go ahead and chip in to make a contribution because they are on the front lines doing their best to communicate to all of those involved with making movies the importance of a Christian worldview, not only in the fact of morality and right and wrong, because there is absolute truth, but we also know that uh, when you make more uh, family-friendly-based movies, they make a lot more money at the box office. Well, joining me this afternoon is uh, Evie Bear Carroll. The reason why I mentioned uh, her full name today is that uh, she is the daughter of of uh, Dr. Ted Bear, the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. She's a vice president. She's also host of Movie Guide TV. And we're going to talk a little history today about Movie Guide. And, Evie, it's good to have you back with us. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about Movie Guide. Now, uh, I know that uh, your dad had converted to Christ about uh, about the age 29. He grew up backstage with your grandparents that were both in the theater and in movies. Your grandfather uh, had the uh, the name uh, given to him by the uh, by, uh, by by the uh, movie producers as Bob Tex Allen. So your dad uh, goes to law school. Your dad gets a law degree, and uh, he comes to Christ, and he was a pretty good little party animal, I understand, before that happened. <laughs> so he, he was in the industry. When and how did the idea of movie guy come to him? Here he is. He went to seminary, got a seminary degree. He's got a law degree. How did movie guy get birth as a vision or dream or an idea? 
Well, it's interesting because um, before Movie Guide, there was the Protestant Film Office, and they in the fifties, and they approved every movie that came out. And so, if a movie was coming out and it was PG, they say, "Okay, yes, you can." You know, they worked for the studios, and you can put it out in theaters. And that's why you had the Sound of Music and um, all those amazing movies that we know, right? Um, and so then they pulled their funding and the church pulled their funding from the Protestant film office because they said, Oh, well, it's gone so great. We could just pull our funding. And in the eighties was just movies that were horrendous. The, you know, lots of gratuitous content, just stuff that we wouldn't watch. Right. And we wouldn't want our little kids watching R rated movies were just rampant and cursing and movies were rampant. And so my father, um, he gained the rights to the Protestant film office papers. And he said, well, let's repick this up. And he made movie guide and he made it at the end of the seventies. And so it's been around for almost 40 years. uh, And the whole goal is to help redeem the movie industry and to make more content with faith and values. And since we started, um, there's there used to be, uh, you know, the top movies were R-rated movies in the top ten. Now there's there's all the movies are PG, uh, G that are in the top ratings, uh, the top producing movies, and you know, seventy seventy percent of the movies have Christian content that are in the top top rated movies. And so uh, he's worked hard and to show that to show Hollywood that there's mo- there's a huge audience out there that wants Christian content. There's a huge audience out there, you know, 170 million people that go to church every week that want faith-filled content, that want movies that don't offend their values. Obviously, there are some movies that come along and, and it does just that, right? But uh, that's we have movie guide to inform the public of what's good and what to, what to go to the box office to see and what to look at on streaming and don't put your money into the bad stuff. Hmm. Now, Movie Guide has quite a staff, and when you go to movieguide.org, you can really look at the work that goes into the movies. Um, Let me tell you that most of the time, for one person in your family, it's a spoiler alert, because you're going to know more about that movie than you would normally know about (laughs) the movie. But you have to know that to be able to know if that content is appropriate to put before, well, little lies. So I think our our audience knows pretty well after all these years you've been with us on our show on Friday afternoons. But let's talk a little bit about what your dad, what you do in terms of Hollywood's uh, producers, directors, uh, the funding agents, uh, uh, the studios, the actors. Tell us about that side of the ministry. Every year we produce a report. It's called the Report to the Entertainment Industry, and it shows if you put this amount of cursing, you'll make this much at the box office. If you put this amount of sex and nudity, you'll make this much. Every year, year after year, it says if you put all that gratuitous stuff, it'll do worse at the box office. And so we produce, we show that to the producers, the director, the people in Hollywood that are making the movies. We call it, you know, it's called green lighters, the people who are, you know, making this content that's getting around the world. And we say, no, like people don't want that extra content. And we have it in these stats and these statistics we have. And so they see that. My dad meets with them one-on-one. And it is his background that they appreciate him, that he has been in the entertainment industry for years and years. His, fa- his father was in the entertainment industry. His mother was there. And so he was he's not just someone, you know, another you know, a Christian from um, somewhere else in the state. He actually knows the industry very well, and so they trust him on that level, uh, and they trust him to to be a voice for the Christian audience um, because he has that background as well. And so, um, you know, that's kind of our advocacy in Hollywood to say that there's a big audience that wants this good content, and actually they'll make better money at the box office if they do that kind of thing. 
Now, the important thing to remember is, obviously, Dr. Bear and his staff there is proactive about trying to contact and meet with studio officials. Uh, but the other half of that coin, he is very sought out. Whether a whether a, a, a movie producer or the folks behind the finances, whether they want to take his advice or not, talk for just a, a quick second or two that your dad is really sought out uh, to see what he thinks about a particular project or situation, and that's what's important about the credibility of Movie Guide in Hollywood. Yeah, it's interesting because there's a lot of advocacy groups, right? The military has a Hollywood division that's trying to advocate for more movies about the military or the Army or the Coast Guard or the, you know, the LGBTQ has advocacy groups to try to get more movies made about LGBTQ, and they have about 50 uh, you know, 20 advocacy groups for that. But we are the Christian advocacy uh, in Hollywood, and we are the only ones uh, in the Writers Guild for the Christian uh, advocacy registered. And so they come to us to say, how do you make a Christian wedding? How do you make a Christian funeral? How do you, how should we add this part so it doesn't offend your audience? Uh, and, you know, some of us Christians always say, well, that's, you know, they're not doing this and they're not doing that. But, you know, we are um, in terms of, you know, Hollywood is so so bad and so bad on this, but really they're trying to make money. It's an industry in terms of making money, right? And so it's a business, and we don't think about it a lot like a business sometimes just as, as people, but it is a business, and they're trying to make money, and, and we're trying to be the advocacy for Christians and for faith and values. And by the way, if you're just joining us, we're going behind the scenes with the Ministry of Movie Guide, talking about all the many things that they do, reminding you that you can go to their website at movieguide.org, movieguide.org, check out all the movies, got some great articles, but also drop that contribution there as well, because they are lobbying for our Christian worldview to those that are making those movies today. And joining us today is... uh, is uh, Evie Carroll, who's Vice President of Movie Guide, also host of Movie Guide TV. Now, another thing your dad does is been a little bit curtailed, but uh, uh, because of, uh, you know, the COVID and things like that. But normally your dad is traveling the country, traveling the world, teaching the, the good elements on how to make a great film. But talk a little bit about the other part of what your dad uh, is responsible for, as well as you and the colleagues there. And that is when I think of folks like the Kendrick brothers and others who have now stepped out in the last few years to make Christian movies, your dad is very much sought out as a consultant about so many of the movies that we see as a Christian audience. Talk about that aspect of Movie Guide. Right. Well, actually, Alex Kendrick was my dad's radio engineer in the um, early 90s, and so um, they knew each other from that. And, um, you know, it's great that there's more faith-filled movies nowadays. There's more, you know, the Irwin brothers and the Kendrick brothers and more people um, producing that that kind of content. And um, they ask us, you know, our opinion. And my father has – he teaches the structure of movies and how uh, movies should be structured, and he does this uh, – all the time you know and so he and the business of marketing movies and um and and stuff like that and so it really is a uh you know a craft in which you've got to learn uh the techniques of how to accomplish it you know you think of it as you know it's creative and it's entertainment right which it is but it, there's a structure to everything um and a rhythm that movies do uh in each movie to be successful and so he teaches the business elements and the and the structure well i want to tell you that when you understand all of what movie guide is all about as a ministry that's why i really encourage you always when you go to movieguide.org to go ahead and drop in a contribution because uh 
they are, are the number one influencer when it comes to a Christian worldview, no doubt in my mind, in many ways that we never get the chance to talk about from week to week. And uh, we're about out of time, but I also want to tell you that uh, every year when, well, the conditions are, are okay uh, for it to take place, you always want to take a look at the Movie Guide Awards because that's an opportunity where they will host a gala. Uh, it will be out there in L.A. and in, Ca- in California and Hollywood. And that's an opportunity where they will invite some of those, uh, all of the players to the movies that are not only making Christian movies, but those that have made a Christian movie. And it is a night of outreach and Christian testimony. And so when you hear us talk about the, the uh, Movie Guide Awards, it's always uh, taped for uh, also for us to view across the country at a later time on one of the cable networks. So I also encourage you to plug into that as well. But I hope that, uh, folks, you've enjoyed a little bit, uh, again, of uh, going behind the scenes and understanding a little bit more of the mission uh, and uh, the purpose of Movie Guide and uh, what a wonderful uh, tour guide that Evie uh, Carroll's been this afternoon. She's a uh, vice president there at Movie Guide. Of course, she's the daughter of the founder uh, and the publisher of Movie Guide, Dr. Ted Bear. She's also host of Movie Guide TV. And so uh, let me just tell you, Evie, y- you did the ministry well. You did your dad well by just explaining so, so articulately about the passion that movie guide has and as always hey we thank you for spending some time with us this afternoon and appreciate all that you've shared well i appreciate you thank you so much god bless you i'm bill Bunkley. be back in a moment with some final thoughts for the week don't go away the preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. How do you destroy a country without an invading army? You do it by undermining the moral fiber of the nation, and you do it by not controlling a nation's borders. In the first instance, the Senate has cleared the way to approve same-sex marriage as a national right. States have been deciding the issue, but Democrats and the usual Republicans favor making it mandatory everywhere, regardless of what individual states think. Why can't this be treated like abortion, with the states and the people deciding? And then there is uncontrolled immigration, with a federal judge's decision to invalidate validate what is known as Title 42 that allowed for illegals to be deported for health and safety purposes, what remains of any border control is now gone. Some estimates say as many as 180,000 illegals per day will now be pouring in. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas claims with a straight face the border is secure. Before House and Senate committees, he denies what the pictures show is happening at the border. Is all of this and more God's judgment on leaders who call good evil and evil good? I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double. 
MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Are you on Medicare? Are you struggling with high copays? Have you lost your doctors? I'm Fernando Cespedes, president of Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Call us at 813-533-3000. We can meet at our office or we can come to you. For years, Family Focus Insurance Solutions has provided our seniors, families, and individuals with insurance solutions that make sense. Our certified staff will guide you with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813-533-3000. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be. Travel Cats loves our Faith Talk listeners and is the perfect travel industry partner, offering a rare mix of expertise, unparalleled personal service, a superior customized travel experience, and incredible group rates to destinations all over the world. Travel Cats can create a memorable trip to fit any budget. Learn more at TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. And be sure to listen to Vacation Nation Radio with Sandra and Catherine Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Travel Cats, group travel made easy. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hey, welcome back. It is our final segment of the final hour of the final day of the week. And as always, uh, it's during this time that I like to remind you uh, how honored I am to be here uh, on this platform. And uh, I just was uh, recognized for my 17th year, got my uh, certificate as well as two or three other long-standing uh, colleagues here at uh, Salem Radio, part of Salem Media Group. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I just looked at it the other day, and I, I, I was just fixated on the, the 17 years. And I, I was trying to take a moment or two just to think back uh, through all those years. And um, as we are preparing a time of our special moments of gratitude in Thanksgiving because of the Thanksgiving uh, holiday coming up in just a few days. I just uh, marvel at the fact that uh, the time that uh, the Lord does grant us here, and uh, when you get uh, a little bit uh, up there as the counter keeps uh, increasing, it's amazing how how fast it seems that it has uh, gone uh, through. And um, even sometimes um, there are things that happen that will spark our memory and we'll remember something about, uh, say, those 17 years that I wouldn't happen to remember just by sitting here. And so I say all that because this is the weekend before we have an emphasis on Thanksgiving. I would encourage you, just as we heard from uh, Joni DeBrito, a focus on the family a little bit earlier, that 
The Lord calls us to wake up each and every day and to praise him and to thank him and express that gratitude to him and to others all throughout the day and to really be content. The Apostle Paul, amazing how he got to a, a point in his spiritual walk that he could be in a dungy, rat-infested prison, chained to two Roman guards, and yet at the same time, he's ministering, he's teaching his disciples who would come to visit him, he would write letters of encouragement, and in those letters, he would talk about how content he was in prison. And we really have a lot that challenges us to be content. We live in the greatest country, I believe, that ever was created. And it was created with not only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in mind, but it was created with Jesus Christ in mind. To be a light, to be a sending off country by those who came and settled our land, developed our 13 original colonies, and later on would send their representatives to Philadelphia for the wonderful organizational documents, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. And so we wandered from those, but let's not forget the working formula. Even in the midst of our life here, remember the Bible tells us in Proverbs, the writer says, don't give me too much because then I may forget you. Don't give me too little, because I may steal. Just give me enough for each day. Well, in America, we have both of those dynamics. We certainly have the economically challenged among us, the poor. And then that leads to crime and stealing. And then, of course, we have one of the best countries for individual abundant blessing. And we see in this country how so many people have turned their back on the Lord. So many people uh, will wave their fist at the Lord because we've been so blessed. We don't have a need for the Lord like the folks that are in Ukraine, the folks that are in China, the folks that are in the midst of a, of a famine in Africa. And what I learned recently that the number one food shortage of all the nations, believe it or not, is in Lebanon, as we've been talking with our friends, getting ready for our opportunity to share ministry with them at Heart for Lebanon. And it's amazing with the grain that's not coming out of Ukraine and Russia, how that has, has boosted Lebanon. Now, the African countries are there as well, but I can tell you right now, as we are so thankful, I think about the more than 2 million refugees that are still there. So I say all of that to say, this would be a good weekend for us to, be, to start practicing, preparing our heart. Maybe you could start making a list this weekend of all the things you're thankful for, of all the things the Lord has blessed you with. And in preparation of having a set-of-time week where you are just especially having those conversations with the Lord about how thankful you are for all that he's provided for us. I'm going to wrap things up. Remember, we've got the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. 
We'll take care of your mortgage or rent next year for 2023. You can put your name in the contest at www.letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. If you didn't get that done today, let's get that done. And come back Saturday and Sunday, every day next week. Keep putting an entry in until December 21st. I would love for you to win that very, very special prize. And uh, $18,000 is the cap, but uh, I am just praying that God's providence will pick the most appropriate family to receive that blessing. Well, I'm going to be counting my blessings this weekend, So, uh, but we got a few more minutes, a few more seconds. we got to sign off. Again, thank you for letting me serve you each and every day, three hours a day, Monday through Friday, until Monday at 3, the next edition of Bill Bunkley Show. God bless you, and have a wonderful the weekend. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's getting harder and harder. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.